0: Let's get proactive about our health. I'ma start with, have you ever received that letter from your doctor's office that doesn't give you your results but rather states the results were inconclusive so they want you to come into the office by a certain date? now i question how how did that make you feel upon reading that were you concerned did you become nervous or anxious or maybe you called the doctor's office right away to uh, demand a more concrete answer or at least further clarification Now let's say the test was for diabetes and you were given the fasting plasma glucose method at the time that you took the test. So after you receive this letter, do you at that point think about making modifications to your diet, to your overall health plan? You know things like um, with with regard to your diet, like less refined sugars or less refined starches, perhaps not eating as much processed food, drinking more water, giving up sodas um, and anything that that limits your healthy intake of nutrients. You know, even cutting back on red meat per se. Cutting back on pasta and bread. Those types of things. Because at this point, you're thinking about the big health picture, right? What if you started right now before you have that physical this year? And then just continue to make it uh, a priority for your health to be number one in your mind. You just make your, your overall health a priority. I mean, even I am still working on my health goals. So let's explore some ways that we can do this now and be able to keep doing it consistently. Now, uh, one thing that I believe is key is waking up a little earlier in the morning and having a routine. Now, hopefully I didn't scare you when I said, you know, waking up earlier and having a routine. So, because you get up early, you pray or meditate, you hydrate, you exercise, and then you get on with your day. You see, one of my morning routines now is you know after I pray and meditate, is to exercise in the morning. I exercise. Uh, sometimes it's for just fifteen minutes, and other times it's a little bit longer. Now. When it's a shorter routine, I do a shorter routine depending on what the routine itself is. If I'm only working on the upper body on this particular day, then I may only do 15 or 20 minutes because I don't exercise my upper body as much. So 15 or 20 minutes, especially if I use weights, is more than enough for me. Now, if I'm working on uh, the core or my lower body, then typically I will exercise longer, a half an hour, 45 minutes. The reason I do that for my lower body is because I do a lot of walking. I get a lot of walking in naturally because uh, f- from work, first of all, because uh, it's a quarter of a mile walk just from the front of the building to the back of the building and the break area is at the front of the building but I work at the back of the building so when I do that walk it it, it that adds up in a day that adds up greatly so I feel like when I'm doing a workout at home I have to modify it more. I have to add more to it because my body is already accustomed to me doing a lot of walking. So the lower portion of my body is already getting that exercise in. Now, some of the things that I do as far as exercise, um, when I'm working my upper body, I do overhead claps. I do about at least 50 of those. And sometimes it's up to 100. It just kind of some days depends on how tired my arms might be. (laughs) No, I shouldn't say that. That is not right. But it's the truth. Anyway, um, I do overhead claps. I will do uh, with the weights, I will extend my arms to the front of me and hold them parallel to my shoulders, taking them down to my hips, bringing them back up and holding them parallel to my shoulders. And for those, I will do uh, probably about 15 to 20 repetition of those. It depends if I'm using a one pound weight or the two pound weight dependent. That's how the repetitions work for that. Um, I also hold my arms out to the side with the weights and go, uh, you know, back to my waist and then up to the side parallel to my shoulders. Once again, holding that once again, 15 to 20 reps. As I progress, my reps are going to increase not the weight but my reps Uh, i will increase the weight when i want to build bulk or but i'm i don't really want to bulk up but i'm just more about toning i also do uh that curls and i use the weights when i'm doing curls Uh, With the curls, I like to actually use a three-pound weight, and that I do 15 reps for each side. I wanted to say 30 reps, but it's 15 reps for each side, actually. So it is 30 reps of those. Then, for the lower body, a lot of times I still do something for the lower body. I have an exercise ball that I use... For my core, when I want to do a lot of reps. So for that, I would do like 50 to 100 reps twice a day. That's the only part that I'll do twice a day is get on the ball, do the sit-ups on the ball, 50 to 100 reps twice a day. For uh, I do toe stands, and I start off with fifty reps of those. Sometimes I will break those up with squats, cause those toes, those toes, standing on your tippy toe, getting on your tippy toes, man, you're building your calves, your calf of the leg. But it, that little pain that goes through you ain't no joke when you do that. <laughs> but it's okay. It's not it's work, it's not, it's a burn, it's not a pain, it's a burn more, but it's good for you and your legs, or it's good for me and my legs anyway. So I do those, I may break those up with squats. The squats, I will do 10 reps and then do like 15 to 20 reps of the toe stands in between so I alternate the two so I end up doing like 30 squats and 60 of the toe stands, just the way that I break it up for myself um and there are some other things I do because I have the little wheel that you can roll out on and I only do three of the ab wheels because the ab wheel works your ab really does <laughs> that That requires the upper body strength that you have to use. Now, excuse me. Now, let's move on to diet, which, you know, uh, unless you're just drastically unhealthy, just drastically unhealthy, you can make some small changes in the beginning. You know, just make some small changes going along to make you healthier, which along with exercising, which by the way, if you are that totally unhealthy or morbidly obese and just walk and then start giving up some of those foods or find a different way to do it. Um, I would give up fried foods, which I don't eat a lot of fried foods as it is for myself. So fried foods and greasy foods, which now there's the air fryer. So really you don't have to give up fried foods. You can find a healthy way to eat fried foods. I would also, uh, change out certain oils that I use to cook with. Because even if you don't like particularly fry foods, um, you still put stuff in a frying pan and you saute it and you use oils for that. And I use butter, not margarine, when I'm doing something. But as far as changing out the oils, um, let's say you start to use olive oil rather than lard or shortening. Um, there's olive oil, uh, grapeseed oil, coconut oil, they almond oil they, those are good oils, healthy oils for your body now sometimes they can be a little bit pricier but they are good for you Um, now i did recently hear something about the olive oil when you heat it up to a certain level but i would actually have to do more research on that now and, and the reason that i suggest you know making your health a priority because a lot of people are living longer now but i want you to think about don't you want to be around for the future generations in your family you know uh you're even just your grandchild to be around for your grandchild, and you can go outside and run and play with the toddlers. You know, I I want you to think about by being proactive in your health journey now, you have every right to expect and see such a better quality of life. Won't you make your health a priority today?